Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Basis. Good afternoon, Umar. Hi, guys. Good afternoon. How are we all? All right. Excellent. How are you? It's a very cozy, snowy Sunday afternoon, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Derby's really got snow. Nice. Yeah. Derby has got snow. I've just made a snowman with Amelia and uh, Grandad. You didn't really help. Them, I have tremendous man. Well, he came in because he said first when we got here yeah. that he's not going to come outside because it's cold. Uh-huh. Said, all right. Fair dues. Uh, and then I saw a shadow in the corner come round the side, you know, the garages. Yeah. And that door opened. And then Dad came with the biggest snowball and got me right in the back. <laughs> and then yeah. a second one, you know where he got me? You know that bit, like the back of your neck? Yeah. The bit where, like, you're covered uh-huh. with, with a hoodie and a hat, yeah. but then there's still a bit that gets you. There's still an open bit. So it was like a sniper shot. He he targeted and got me. Yeah. It's come back. Yeah. And Basit threw one at me, but he missed me totally, completely. Yeah. No, me and I, was st- and I was standing next to him. I don't know. No, I did throw it. it. I caught him. <laughs> what are you on about? Well, you want to go outside and finish this off? Yeah. Anyway, just a correction. Basit hasn't made a snowman. It looks like a mere cat, actually. He does look a little bit uh, <laughs> disheveled and a bit pathetic. It's what's, on, though. What's the key to making the snowman, then? You make the body first? Yes. Well, how do you get it round? How do you you get just it round? roll a ball, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how you roll a ball. Well, I'm telling you what, Peppa Pig is absolute bullshit because it's like <laughs> it takes three seconds for her to roll a ball with yeah, George. Yeah. And then the ball, and then the ball is perfect. Yeah. And I was there patting like a maniac for ages <laughs> going, why aren't you round? Yes, yeah, yeah. Why are you not round? I'll tell you another thing as well. Carrots don't just naturally stick into the snow. No. I had to like drill a hole in and then stick the carrot in yeah. and then pack it full yeah, of snow. Snowmen aren't easy. They're it's not easy. not easy, no. It's, it's uh, certainly the skill. Yeah. yeah. Amelia gave up halfway through the mm. bed inside and I'm done. But I, I, it was like my Moby Dick. I'm surprised I didn't do a snow whale in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't stop until I'd done it. And I got here a bit earlier. I could have given you a hand. Well, I was waiting, but, uh. And then yeah. we could have teamed up on dad and pelted him with snowballs. We'll get him in a bit, yeah. Well, yeah. there's still a bit snow left. We can mm. try it. If you're challenging me, bring it on. Yeah, okay. We're not going to do the podcast this week. We're going to come and do, yeah. uh, like, beat each other with snowballs now. Yeah, we can record screaming like girls. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay, so, um, before we tell you what the topic is this week, uh, Omar, do you want to do your news? Uh, yes, I will news. do my news. I'm blaming the snow that I haven't really got a news story to speak of today. Yeah. You, mean the, just... you mean the snow that's only started about four hours ago? Yeah, that's right. Well, I don't know. I think this is news. <coughs> It's something I got read and I got pretty excited about. Um, do you guys know who Ricardo Acabi is? Ricardo no. Acabi. Nope. I'm going to show you a picture of him and then you tell me what, if you think what he might be now. Uh, oh. Naval expert. Yeah, very close. Dad? Yes. Yeah, so he looks like a seafaring gent. Yes, he does. Okay. He looks like Captain Birdseye. That's yes. right, yes. Yeah. Well done, Dad. He's the new Captain Birdseye. Oh, is he? Ah, yeah. Right. Ah. Well done, Dad. Mm-hmm. So, Italian-born actor and seafarer. So, he is actually a real-life captain. Yes, yeah. Ricardo Acabi, 56, has been picked for his younger, rugged, good looks. At 56. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you've got to be, isn't it? Before that, you're just a little baby, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. you can't be captain, no, can you? You've got to be like Commander Birdseye or yeah. Lieutenant Birdseye. Uh, the first um, younger, rugged, good looks to be the new Captain Birdseye, the face of Birdseye's frozen fish range, mm-hmm. appreciates the simple things in life. In the ad, he jumps into the cold sea on a hot day with his um, grandson and then tucks into a plate of fish fingers, apparently. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I like fish fingers. Mm. Yeah. But I like the story because there is a, there is obviously a market for the older gentleman yes. in terms of advertising yeah. and uh, being on TV. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's market for it uh, mm. if you want to uh, 
uh, after the corpse, for instance. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is that what you're finding then? When you keep like um, putting yeah. your CV out yeah, there? Yeah, all, all the makeup is done for you, yeah. isn't it? You the grey hair, yeah. the, the wrinkle, the rest mm. of it. But I like as well that they've not typically like stereotyped this guy into, well, he's old, so let's get him doing ads for Senecott or like life, yeah. uh, Just for men. life insurance. Or yeah, life insurance. Yeah. You mean funeral plans? Funeral plans, yeah. yeah. He's not even that old. He's 56, man. Uh, 56 to me is like... That's Ancient. Old. Not ancient, but old. I think he's at a good age. Like like I said, he does look rugged, doesn't he? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm sure I'm not wrong, there was a young Captain Birdseye. They did try it, didn't they? Yeah, I don't think it took off, though. He was too young. I think he failed quite miserably. He probably not had enough uh, share of uh, fish fingers. That's right, yeah. He's not at enough. I mean, you have to eat at least a million, I would think, before you can qualify as (laughs) it. Like a real nautical captain. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nothing to do with shipping. <laughs> <laughs> Good story, man. Yes. Uh, well, mine is uh, slightly rude, I'm afraid. It's slightly X-rated. I really? Think, yeah, I wouldn't think X-rated, but it's a bit rude. It's uh, courtesy of uh, Sunday Express, so it's fresh today. Today. Oh, okay. And it's about. Let me just read the hi- uh, the highlight uh, the headline. If I may. Right. Indian holy man drags truck with his penis oh. in, in shocking feet to prove religious devotion. Oh my god, no! Right. What, got, what do you mean? Have you got any more to that? How have uh, you yeah, was tested? Yeah, oh. right. There's a picture of him here. I don't want to see it. For the listeners, if you are interested, please go on to Sunday Express website and look for a strange story. Hmm. And this guy is, uh, can you see him? He's got... Yeah. Snow white beard and hair. He looks like the Asian Captain Birdseye. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing absolutely nothing apart from yeah. a sandal and some beads over his head. Mm. Uh, and that doesn't cover anything really. So there you go. And the picture actually can't, it's not very, you can't, it's not very clear. Just I was going to say that, yeah. Uh, you can't see the parts or anything. You can that see is zooming in at this stage. Yeah, with like, a rope. Yeah. And that rope goes between uh, this gentleman's legs. Oh, yes. And probably yeah. tied to his penis, I would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's waving his bell and he's got a big smile on his face. I don't <laughs> yeah. think he is there. I think he's in shock and he's like yeah. calling for help. Anyway, the rest of the story is that it says, let me just read this, if I may. You say, the, did this, <laughs> this, sorry. Are you laughing or are you wasn't? I'm just are, horrified. You, you get the idea. You get that feeling, that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you get, oh. Oh, yeah. Hmm. It's like somebody say, I'm going to pull your nails out and yeah. that sort of feeling you get. Yeah, the display took place in uh, at India, India's Magmela festival. Apparently, uh, uh, forgive me if it's not pronounced correctly. Uh, this festival is held during the Hindu month of Mag in Allahabad. The man is a sadhu. Sadhu. What's that? Sadhu is a holy man, isn't he? Okay. Right. Who wears only beads and sandals, and puts himself through a Cringeworthy, mm-hmm. just a bit. Yeah, cringeworthy test of endurance to uh, prove it, a test of his spirituality. Right. So that's what it's all about. Okay. So if you can pull a truck with your penis, that is quite a feat. Yeah. Do you think he just couldn't afford penis uh, enlarging surgery? So he thought, okay, yeah. yeah, this might work. Pull this truck. Yeah, pull this truck. How do you even train for something like that? I mean, do you start with I don't know, maybe like a mini Cooper, and then go on to maybe say a Vauxhall Astra, and then truck. Yeah, for your punters. Yeah, you've got to do stages. Stages, yeah. 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 Nobody just wakes up one day and go, yeah, I can do this. And no, then, I would you, you start with a bicycle, isn't it? Yeah. Or something. Oh, yeah, bicycle. Kids bike first. Yeah, kids bike, tricycle, and yeah. then somebody sitting on the bicycle. Mm. And then you move on to rickshaw, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't anyway, imagine anything. So, uh, as I said, slightly, if it's slightly rude, but it's I like news, this news. It's like that story. Yeah. You, you, I've seen this before, and it's always India. They seem to. Yeah. They, they, well, they, they like they, doing this they, kind of stuff. They walk on yeah. ambers and they yeah. sleep on nail beds. Yeah. Which religion are they doing it in devotion of? It's uh, obviously Hinduism. Yeah. Obviously Hinduism. Yeah, I think it does tend to be that, doesn't it? But yeah. guys in India, they're always pulling vehicles with their. Dicks. And I'm just thinking, road, road, roadside assistance in India must be terrible if they're yeah. having to do this. <laughs> yeah, you don't call the AA. <laughs> yeah. You call the PP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Dad. Two good stories, one slightly disgusting. 
Both with bearded so, men. Both bearded men. Do you two collaborate with these stories beforehand and exchanging it? Look, mine's going to be about a man with a beard. Yeah. What's yours? <laughs> Excellent. Very good. Right, okay. So, Omar, the topic of this week's uh, podcast is... Leave me alone. I'm sick. <laughs> Love it. Leave me alone, I'm sick. So, as always, or since recently, mm. I try and link my Siddiqui science to the topic that we're going to do, just to, uh, so it's a nice, uh, smooth run-in. Okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, this week, well, uh, on Umma's advice, actually, because I'll be honest with you, I was struggling for the Siddiqui science. I thought, I don't really know what to do. So, I did a little bit of research about weird medicines and weird remedies around the world. Okay. Right, okay. So, I'll read a handful of them. This is from Healthline.com. The first one is, how do you pronounce that? Gogol Mogul. Gogol Mogul? Gogol Mogul. Yeah, Originates in Russia. It's a drink. It originates in Russia and the U- Ukraine. It's a hot drink. Uh, you whisk together an egg yolk and a teaspoon of honey and sugar and pour the mixture into a half cup of milk that's been heated with a tablespoon of unsalted butter. Mm. Um and then you can add a slug of rum or cognac into it as well. Okay. Sounds quite nice. That sounds quite nice. Uh, sounds like... IE is the next one. <laughs> People burn IE <laughs> wormwood. So they burn this wormwood looking stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In some households in China, burning the dried leaves of this plant is said to have an antiseptic effect. It's mm-hmm. believed to prevent cold or flu germs yeah. from spreading and defend against the further infections. Right, this next one makes me laugh. <coughs> The title is Dirty Socks. This so-called remedy calls for greasing your throat with lard or chicken fat, so the outside of it, and then placing dirty socks around it. The logic behind this one is hard to pin down, but the idea may have started in England. <laughs> so yeah. they can't pin it down. Who's the greasiest, <laughs> smelliest stuff, people? Well, just say it's English. <laughs> yeah. The treatment may have included sweating, which was believed to help rid the body of germs. Yeah. The socks also likely labelled people with serious throat ailments. Before powerful drugs and vaccines could wipe out strep and prevent diphtheria, the dirty socks might have warned others to steer clear. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one. Lizard soup. So if you fancy a variation on chicken soup, uh, people in Hong Kong drink lizard soup instead. Disgusting. Yeah. That's meant to have healing properties, is it? Yeah. This one's horrendous. Hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. That's like a nice one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the one we do. Mm. It's just, that's more to feel better, bit, isn't it? Lem sip and that's Yeah. yeah. Uh, the study is too small to confirm chocolate as a cough remedy. However, a cup of cocoa made with low-fat milk and dark chocolate, at least 70% cocoa, offers chocolate's antioxidant benefit. Plus, the hot milk can have a sleep-inducing effect. So there is some yeah, science to yeah. well. chocolate. Dark chocolate is good for your... Um, uh, Immune system. Immune system and also it helps the blood circulation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got flavonoids. Yeah. Um, I'll read one more. Takeaway just to make you feel better. This one, though, is quite good. Turnips. Mm -hmm. Turnips have a lot going for them. They pack a wallop uh, of vitamin C and are also full of vitamins A and B. uh, Vitamins A and B. In Iran, people with colds often eat a plate of cooked mashed turnips besides the... Delivering plenty of vitamin C, the root vegetable is believed to act as an expectorant. Yeah, do you know what expectorant is? This no. means it may help loosen mucus yeah. and quiet a stubborn cough. That's mm. very good. So an expectorant, something that makes you cough more. Yeah, cough yeah. More, yeah. yeah. right. Because yeah. I've got something called banalin ex, 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 expectorant. Yeah, expectorant you, you can buy that. Yeah, I'm sure that word is used a lot in Harry Potter as well. Yeah. As a magic, as a spell. Yeah, the magic spell, isn't it? Spectre yeah. or Ollie Armour. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's little good. Bit yeah, offering of good, science. Because there, there's a lot of goodness in herbal medication, isn't it? People tend to just laugh it off. Yeah, but there, there is, yeah. Because those yeah. are the basic ingredients. They are. Yeah. I mean, like the willow branch is uh, meant to be the source of a painkiller, isn't it? Which yeah. one is it? Well, also, do you remember last week when I was having this? And I mentioned what I was doing. Turmeric. Turmeric. Turmeric yeah. powder mixed with the hot milk. Yeah. And just drink that. And I had only had probably six or seven of those. And the cold had gone. Or the, yeah. Whatever it was. You and look like you, a different man now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm a bit yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, I'm fit <coughs> now. <coughs> right. Okay. So, leave me alone. I'm poorly. Leave mm. me alone. I'm sick. 
Okay. Do you not want to do the podcast? No, I mean, that's the title. I that's the title, title of the title. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that, yeah. Yes. So I thought um, this time of year, people get coughs and sneezes, spreading diseases, and let's talk about it. It's not that nice a subject to talk about in a podcast, but hopefully we'll make a... Like, we don't talk about any like serious illnesses that really incapacitate people. I'm talking more about the sniffles, coughs, and colds. So, I mean, the first question, I wrote this question down, and it seems like a pretty silly question. What do we hate about being sick? Um, no, that's not a silly question. No, it's not, yeah. yeah. Well, it incapacitates you, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. If you're a genuine person, yes, mm. and you want to get on with things, it's, yeah. it's not a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, th- I think it's a, it's an inconvenience of you not being able to That's carry right, out your yeah. normal daily yeah, functions. Yeah. I think other than that, though, there isn't much. I mean, the, you get the pain as well, don't you? Yeah. yeah. But for me, <coughs> it isn't really about the pain because you always think, well, at some point I am going to get sick. To me, it's like something that is out of my control has just held up. Yeah, it almost feels life. like the, it's a body adjustment automatically. Your body saying, "Look, you've done enough. You just need some rest." Yeah, yeah. and if you're not going to do it, I'll mm-hmm. do it for you. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you but you're so? absolutely right that this the income is the incapacitating of it, yeah. though, isn't it? It's the fact yeah. that you are you can't do what you like doing, and I'm talking not even just physically going to work and stuff. Mm. I'm talking like chores. Like I resent the <laughs> fact that if you're sick on a Tuesday. The bins still have to go out. Yes. Yeah. And it's the fact that I've got to go out and do the bins. Yes. And I feel like I don't want to go and do the bins yeah. now because I'm that bad. Uh, like uh, everything looks at your... Yeah, everything yeah. looks at your... I think it's very psychological to do it is, that. Yeah, you're absolutely right there. And it's like the well, the rest of the world isn't sick, so it's not like it's accommodating you, is it? No. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the world is carrying on. It's almost like people are... You feel yeah. a bit paranoid that people are judging you for being mm. sick. So I'll give you an example. When I drop Amelia off for nursery, yeah. I've just been out of it when I've dropped her off. When I was sick a few weeks ago. Yes. And I felt like, oh, people judging me for like really dropping her off and like being a bit like, oh, here's my yeah. kid, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you read too much, you read more into it because you're feeling that. Yeah. You? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And the other thing I don't like is food doesn't taste nice. Mm. I like food to mm. taste nice. You say if you like, if you were going to eat something really nice, treating yourself, yeah. and then you got sick. Yeah. Would you say, I'll save that treat for another day, or do you eat it whilst you're sick to say, well, I need this treat now because I am sick, even though I know it's not going to taste as nice? Well, mm. I, I don't know if it's just my defiance of the sickness, because Mel's very much like you. Yeah. She'll like say, there's no point in me getting takeaway today, and I'm going to yeah. put it, make you feel better, make you feel happy. Yeah. And she goes, no, I won't taste it, there's no point. Mm. Whereas I'm the opposite of that. So I don't know if I'm tricking my brain and thinking that I'm not that sick. Yeah. I'm going to get takeaway and still eat takeaway yeah. and still eat that food. So me and food still, if anything, I eat more of the yeah. crappy stuff yeah, uh, and the tasty stuff when I am sick. Yes. And I don't think it registers in my brain. I don't think I allow my brain to register the fact that mm. oh, it doesn't taste the same. <laughs> it probably is. There's some sort of logical reason for it, too, <coughs> because they do say, uh, there's a saying, isn't it? Feed the cold and stop the fever or something like that. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Is it because your body, in your case, probably <coughs> you're undernourished? You yeah. need to build up your system, so that's mm. the reason you want mm. to eat. Yeah. In Mal's case, probably she thinks, "Oh no, the food is the, or the body thing." You know, the food is the one causing the problems. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's that makes sense. Mm. Doesn't it, yes. Logically? But then the aftermath of me eating the food, I feel like crap afterwards. So what I'll do is I'll eat it thinking, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. on top of the world. I can do this. Yeah. And afterwards, it's like, kind of like, you know, you do. What did mm. I do? I have a what did I do moment. Yeah. 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 Say like when you're like training for something or you're because you're big on your exercise bus and dad, you always got some sort of project. When you're struck down, a part you still wants to carry on that, doesn't it? Because it's quite emasculating to be thinkable. A cold or a little thing like a virus yeah. stopping me from doing oh, my training. Absolutely. But I mean, when you do it, like if you ex- have you exercise while you're sick, <laughs> it makes you horrible. It destroys you. That's not very good. Yeah. In fact, you're making it worse, aren't yeah. you? When it says rest, rest means rest. You should rest, yeah. Physical and psychological and mental. Don't think oh, I'll just go out there and just paint that <laughs> little bit because you don't. Because it'll finish you. Yeah. Yeah, finish you. But it can have a, a quite devastating effect, isn't it? For instance, you know, if you fall ill two days or three days before marathon or something yeah. like that, mm. that's ruined it. That's the year years work gone, isn't it? I yeah. know. In that time, and Sorry. same as the people who enter Olympics and things like the four years work is gone yeah. just because of that. Yeah. Mm. But are you sort of judge these singers who like cancel an event because they they're poorly? 
Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh god, man up, what's wrong with you? Yeah. But the thing is, they physically couldn't do that job if they were sick. Yeah. You can't do it, can you? Mm. Exactly. And that's a bring to me to another this good point about so you raise. It's a it's a relativity of it, isn't it? <laughs> you're sick. You think you're very sick, yeah. and then other people think, what well, what's up with you, man up? And that brings us to man flu. Yeah. Well, man flu apparently has been now scientifically proven there is such a yeah, yeah, yeah. myth, yeah. and the reason is apparently female. Hormones are stronger than oh. men. Okay. So that's one reason. Yeah. Uh, and there are other as well. And they were saying that estrogen is required uh, f- for men uh, to overcome. Um, mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Cool. So yeah. the yeah. drugs should have that. So that's the thing we really quashed that myth now, can't we? But I, I heard it was. A, I heard. Have you heard the more manly excuse for man flu? No. Man, men have a more live fast, die young attitude. Right. Yes, yeah. And that's how they live their life. Yeah. So when they do get the flu, they get it hard. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing. And it's, it brings me back to what you said, Omid. Like, you know, when you're sick, I won't do what Mel will do and wrap myself up in a duvet and stuff yeah. and just watch Loose Women and Jeremy yeah. Kyle. I'll I'll pretend I'm not sick and I'll go. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to okay. go and try doing something. Yeah. Yes, it's a, it's a spirit. It's an adventure spirit. In yeah, man. Yes. I'm sure there's something there. You know. Mm. But I mean, I'm not saying all women are like that. Oh, no. I, I know some women. And some women are like, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got through that. Yeah. But I've I've noticed that. Yeah. I, I think as I've got older, I I'm more off the mindset that if I'm sick, I've got to yeah. just like ride the storm and just be mm. sick. But when I was younger, I was like, Wolverine wouldn't suffer like this. Yes, he'd just carry on. Yeah, yeah. Bear girls would be fine, <laughs> and he just keep trying to. And go. also these. Uh, Remedies, Uma, you mentioned that in the past, didn't it? If you have a cold, you have a stiff medicinal drink. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Medicinal. We'll say that. Yeah. yeah. And you watch and a John Wayne film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that works, isn't it? That so seems to work, yeah. yeah. So, in, in fact, if in theory, you probably say, oh no, I forgot to say, don't do that. You're sick. Don't, yeah. don't play with your head with it. Yeah. Just stay away from it. Mm. But no, it works for all. Well, you yeah. were texting around the time you were saying, I, I feel like crap anyway. I might as well be out of, uh, <laughs> yes. yeah, out of my head. Out yeah. of my head. So I can actually mm. enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my thinking there is that, um, my body isn't feeling like it. You should do. Why not make it feel a different way like it does normally, but in a different way? Normally? Yeah. Yeah. It's like cancelling one sort of uh, pain with another sort of pain. Yeah. If you cut your, if you're cutting your nail and you cut your finger, it is well, and that's painful. But then if you take it and cut the finger off completely, yeah. that will take precedence, yeah. wouldn't it? That Suddenly that nail ceases that to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man flu is, is, is out there, isn't it? And I, I mean, men do, I think they make worse patients, don't they? Yeah. Mm. They complain a lot more. I complain Is that more. true, though? No, or is, is that, that again, is that it's a myth? I it? don't know. It's a I, I'm always thinking, like, when I'm at work and a bloke gets sick, you tend to hear about it more than if a woman is sick. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. I think it's just us as humans. Yeah. Where we are a little bit self-absorbed. Mm. Like, the thing is, me and Mel both got sick back yeah. to back. The second Mel was sick, I was like, God, when's she going to get better? Yeah. <laughs> I really want my tea. I can't yeah. cope with Amelia and Alfie yeah, at the same yeah. time. And, like, I kept thinking this. And then the second I was sick, yeah. I didn't care about any of them. <laughs> I was just in bed going, Mel, <laughs> Mel, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, probably the same. Uh, the one good example it is, you know, we, we work in NHS, obviously, yes, and yeah, you yeah. worked as well. And many years ago, my office was virtually next door to a maternity block. Mm-hmm. This is where women were giving birth. Right. And every 10 minutes or so, there used to be a horrendous scream going on or something like that, yeah. uh, because that was happening. Yeah. So <coughs> the birth pain, we can't really say that women make too much noise or not Yeah. because you can't compare it you against man no, can you, yeah, yeah. No, you no. But can you just imagine for a second if man had to give a birth what yeah. would that be like I don't think it would work <laughs> they, they, they say if you were going to imagine anything like it yeah. it's like peeing a grape or a is it a tennis ball I don't think it's a tennis ball I think it is you know I think dimension wise and like oh. how much things stretch you're talking about at least like a passing a lemon oh come on god yeah. Well, at least lemon is a good shape. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, let's think you're focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah, but not vertically, like <laughs> that, horizontally. So that we, we can't actually yeah. conclude that, but no. men are braver than women. No, and, or vice versa, can we? And you, I mean, pain is, again, is relative, isn't it? Did you know that there is a pain scale, isn't there, that the NHS use pain scale? Oh, well, And they say that. use it to describe it. 
And they actually, I think they do have like emojis of people's faces. Faces. And they say, well, if you could describe one of those faces, tell me what level of pain you are now. Really? Oh. Yeah. Surely they could tell from the face, though. Surely they should be looking at your face compared yeah, to the emoji. Yeah, I mean, some people will... They, they, they don't want yeah, to hide make it, that yeah. expression, do they? Yeah. yeah. It's a stiff upper lip yeah. sort of thing, isn't it, for some people? What mm. are you like in physical pain, then? Would you... Say, for example, if you hurt yourself in public, yeah. would you let people know about it, or would you try and hide it? I try and hide it. I try and hide it. Yeah. It depends on the severity, to be quite honest. I was watching Alan Partridge the other day. <laughs> yeah. And he puts his foot on a spoke. <laughs> Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. And the way he's trying to hide it is wicked. <laughs> but I was thinking if I was in that situation, yeah. I wouldn't, I'd be so embarrassed that mm. I'd done that and yeah. caused myself that oh, pain that I would try and hide it. Mm. You think so? I, I don't think, think I, would. I would. I'll scream. Yeah. I'll scream at shout. Do you reckon? Because mm. yeah. I always worry in the gym. If I did something in the gym, because it could easily happen. Mm. Where I pulled a hamstring yes. or hurt myself physically or something yeah. like that. How would I cope with it? How would I deal with it? Yeah. Would I just try and crawl to the car and cry? Yeah. Or would I just man up and say something? Yeah. You must have had instances, though, where you have either done yourself an injury in public or yeah. you're just very careful. Touch yeah. wood. Mm. No. To me, I think that it's not the pain itself, obviously. It's the uh, physical nature of your um, injury, if you like. Okay. If blood was pouring out, I think I would faint. Do Regardless you whether there was pain or not, as opposed to breaking my elbow or something, yeah. that I probably would be able to sustain that. Mm. But if the blood was pouring out, you'd faint. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Wow. I nearly passed out when I broke my uh, hand in Spain. Right. Yeah. You're the only one who's actually done anything, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. So what happened there? Do you want to describe? Not what happened. We know what happened. Yeah, you know what happened. But I mean, it just started swelling. First, I thought I sprained it, but when the swelling started, I thought, no, there's something wrong here. Mm. And then it's that moment where I thought there's something wrong here that I started feeling a bit woozy. Right. Prior so then, to that. Yeah. Prior to that, I think I was okay. I mean, mm. the pain was like horrible. Yeah. But again, it's like something like I thought. Well, as long as this doesn't go beyond this, I'll be okay. Right. Mm. Yeah. I think the pain is is. The worry about pain is that you're physically doing some real damage to yourself. Yeah, yeah. you don't get you start fixed. getting worried. Yeah, that they'll only ultimately end up in your demise. Mm. Yes, yeah. The body is telling me that I'm in that much pain that I've got to do something about yes. it. Yes, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That's a very good point. But yeah, and I think it's the same with sickness as well. A lot of people they can get like a very slight cold, but to them they think that's it. The world is ending. and it's that kind of hypochondriac yeah, reaction yes, as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So I ask the question, what do we hate about being sick? Is there anything that you like about being sick? And if there isn't, maybe we should focus more on being a bit happier when we're sick. Yeah. So that not so much that you look forward to being sick. No, no. But it's, but it's not as dreaded. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned, sorry, earlier yeah. on, it's your body's way of telling you to take it easy, I yeah. suppose. So that you could put that down to it. Yes. Say, so, you know what, I'm going to... I'm going to make the best of it. Yeah. Mm. yeah enjoy as much as I can mm. the rest bit. Yeah. And not worry about it. Mm. So I think that that is a bit of a happiness. Yeah. yeah. If you like. I or, think. Or, or good benefit out of it. Absolutely. I think it also depends on the time of year as well. For example, last year, me and Mel were both exactly sick at the same time. And yeah. Amelia was quite poorly as well. But it was just after Christmas. It was Crimbo Limbo. So yeah. it was the weekend mm. between Christmas yeah. and New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was perfect. Because we were would have been just home anyway, yes. watching crappy Disney films and eating yeah. chocolate and stuff, and it just worked perfectly. Worked so perfect. we were just all like in a blanket and stuff, and just getting better that way. Yeah. This year we both got sick New Year's, and just after that, so that's a time when you're already feeling down. Yeah. And you want to be like really trying to get yourself out of that yeah. slump. So it feels like every time we try and get out of the slump, it's we get sick again. So that, I think this is the worst time to be sick. But it's the time that most people are sick, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I think it's harder to stay positive when you're sick after Christmas. Mm. Um, but then at the same time, some people would argue that if you were sick during Christmas, you'd yeah. be in Christmas. But yeah. I'd say the one week in the year where it's okay to be sick and you'll actually think, yeah, this ain't too bad, is that crimbo limbo. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point because what is the worst time to be sick? Uh, obviously, we mentioned probably earlier on. Worst thing is if you are on holiday. Yeah. You know, oh, you yeah. spend a lot of money and you're taking time off work yeah. as well. Yeah. And you fall sick. So you think, oh my God, why? why mm. I've lost my holiday completely. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Or something important, like we mentioned earlier, on taking part in something. That would be the yeah. worst time as well. Well, you broke your arm in Spain, didn't you? Did you feel it ruined your holiday then? Um, I've, 
Yeah, because it happened quite it early on in the yet, holiday. Yeah. But no, I still managed to enjoy myself. Did you? Yeah. That's good then. You got to see a different side of Spain, didn't you? The A and E department. Yeah, yeah, the hospital. Very clean <laughs> yeah, hospital. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Like otherwise, yeah. the first X-ray I ever had was on a Spanish in a Spanish hospital. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say El Elbow, but yeah. it's just Elbow, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. The, the uh, Spanish for wrist is Muneta. Muneta. That's the only Spanish I know. <laughs> and broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that Spain got some sort of. Um, thing for us isn't it because i've in my life entire life i've only been stuck once to for the breathalyzer yeah and <laughs> me, me and Uma both got breathalyzer mm-hmm. coming from uh, airport to yeah. the apartment this was middle of the night wasn't mm-hmm. it oh, wow. that's the yeah. only time i ever in my life been breathalyzer mm. and that was in spain that was in spain now you say that actually because we went to spain yeah me you and rosa and i got a poorly eye didn't i yes you got I, had to, I had to go to the doctors and i got back because yeah. i'd cut my eye and yeah, yeah. or something yeah. Spain doesn't like us. No, there's nothing going on there. <laughs> Sell your apartment in Spain, though. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so, uh, we briefly touched on, like, man flu and how some people, um, not even making the distinction between men and women, some people just make bad patients, don't they? Mm-hmm. What kind of patient do you think you make? Hmm. Mm. Like Bas, you said earlier, when I'm poorly, I don't care. It's like, Mel, give me my blanket. <laughs> I have to reach that level. I'll yeah. do everything that I can do to pretend I'm not sick. Yeah. I'll try and go for a run. Mm-hmm. I'll try and go to the gym. I'll try and not go to work. That's the first thing I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Everything else, like in my day-to-day life, I'll try and do. But then when I hit that point where I think, okay, I've got to throw the towel in, yeah. I'm done. Then that's it. Mm. Yeah. I'm a mess. Yeah. Mel. You tend to find, actually, the people that are really try not to acknowledge that they're sick once they become sick they're like think forget it i'm gonna make the worst patient in the world yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i think we are the wrong people to ask that question other people should answer on our behalf is yes. for instance yeah. your mom in my case what sort of patient i would make mm. uh, but being again sort of uh, not modest up to the modest i would say probably i am the worst patient yeah. I, I, I do make song and dance about it mm. yeah I think you just become a bit more grumpy, though, don't yes, you? Don't, yeah. don't necessarily focus on the fact that you're sick. But it's every, everything yeah. else is annoying you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's inconvenient to me. Yeah. Uh, because I'm always busy doing something. Like you said, a project yeah. is on hold because I'm ill. Yeah. yeah. How about you? I mean, you just get reserved, don't you? You just go off into your little hole. Yeah, I, to me, it's like um, I'll start resenting people who are well. <laughs> look at them. Yeah. Well, people. Yeah. Look at those bastards. Yeah. Somebody jogging out this. You. I wish I was doing Make that. Make sure I just sneeze out the window while they're running past. <laughs> so I'm quite bitter. Yeah. It's like I'm, if I'm sick, everybody should be yeah. sick. Apart yeah. from the people who are making me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Or people enjoying the food in the restaurant and you're thinking, yeah. oh, no worries, I will get better and I will be enjoying I'm that true. one yeah. day. Yeah. But where you live, there's like quite a lot of. Uh, hustle and bustle going past yes. your yeah, window. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. visions of you sitting there, like all sick of the yeah. you bastards using your legs to walk. <laughs> I'm just going to briefly talk about the science of sickness, just very briefly. Okay, let me briefly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <coughs> we get we get sick because we contract viruses, bacteria, but it's actually our bodies that make us sick. Mm-hmm. So if we didn't have an immune system, you wouldn't you wouldn't feel such a thing as sickness. No, you'd just be dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just go from. Normal to like gone. Yeah. So it's your body trying to fight whatever's inside your body that shouldn't be there, isn't it? Basically, because what it does, your immune system starts releasing these really horrible chemicals, which are there anyway to try and fight these. They're called cytokines, right? Which is like, um, so imagine something invades your body, like influenza virus. Mm. So it sets up camp in your throat. If it's there and your body doesn't detect it, it's fine. It's when your body starts detecting that there's a foreign invader, it'll stop coating it with all these things mm. and then all these chemicals start. So that makes you ill then? That's what makes you ill. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, one of the things is called interferon and they actually now are able to purify this and they actually use it as a medicine. A medicine. So yeah. interferon is what your body... Interferon is what your body produces to right. fight viruses. That's quite interesting because I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, we have every year uh, this asbestos training to yeah. make sure that you avoid wherever it is. And they give you a bit of a background what it is. And what the cancer is, is the, the needles that which are embedded in your liver, wherever they are, mm. is the antibodies trying to remove it. Yeah, and they come, keep bombarding it, yeah. but in the process they actually damage the good tissue. Is that platelets that do that? 
Um, yeah, antibodies. Yeah, well, I mean, with cancer, it's like what's happening there is the the chemical is triggering your yeah. cells to try and repair themselves yeah, at yeah, such exactly, a rate yeah. that they start repairing themselves and becoming cancerous. Yeah, is that white blood cells? Though? Yeah, white blood cells, tissue cells. Because they usually do a count on your cells, don't they, yeah. to see whether or not you've got yeah. cancer. But I mean, Amazing. have you ever noticed when you're sick, especially like a cold, a head cold? Can you smell something chemically? Yes. Mm. That, I, that I'm pretty sure that is these these cytokines uh, and that stuff like that that you smell. I wouldn't say it's, it's a smell of chemical, but it's something that's not there all the time. It's unusual, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 Very good. So that's enough of science, Omar. That's enough of the science. I just said I was just going to do a bit. Uh, okay, next bit is sick days. Do we go into work sick? Yeah, that's an interesting one because I have got, I've done a bit of research. Yeah. And I was looking on the light side of things uh-huh. rather than, again, the symptoms are not serious. People feel like, you know, I'm not up to it. Yeah. And it's as known as pulling a sickie. Pulling a sickie, yeah. And then there are quite a number of things and quite <laughs> of them are hilarious. Children are apparently the best at it. What, pulling sickies? Yeah, pulling, or? no, making it in the morning when they don't want to go. <laughs> it seems a false sort of thing. Yeah. One day, this little kid, I think he's about, Seven or eight, and he gets up. He says, "My, my prostate is hurting." <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> wicked. I'm going to ring with that one now. <laughs> and I sort of kill myself laughing. Yeah. And there are loads like that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the best ones are the people, the grown-ups, the adults. Yeah. That they they ring in and they say, uh, "It says this woman rings." It says, "I poked my eye while I was brushing my hair, mm. so Brilliant. I can't come to work." Yeah, I love uh, that. Another lady rings from a beach, sunny beach, and she's saying, I'm sunbathing because my doctor told me I lack vitamin D. Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> so these people aren't even making a pretext that oh, no, no, no. I'm not at the, I'm, I'm, exactly. well, I can't yeah. tell them I'm at the beach. Yeah. I'll make yeah. up some other excuse. Yeah. This other, woman is actually saying, I am at the I'm beach. I'm at the beach this is my reason. Of, that's what my doctor said. Not only would she lack yeah. vitamin D, she'll lack a job soon as well. Yeah. That's insane. And another guy said, I broke my arm whilst trying to catch the falling sandwich. <laughs> the thing is, he could have just stopped it. I broke my arm. He didn't yeah. have to say the no, word. Yeah. Yeah. These are people ringing in uh, with the bass, <laughs> who's you know, who's very fit and is wise to these uh, these things over there. Mm. Another guy said, "Broken leg, kicked by a llama." <laughs> Where do you encounter a llama in your everyday life? Sort of? <laughs> I don't know, but there's one interesting thing that the people often suffer from. Mental illnesses. Yeah. This is stress, anxiety, depression, etc. But they never ever ring and say that. Mm. No. They will also always say another excuse, which is not really good. It's more physical. So, than so they're making it though. worse for themselves. They are quite ill, actually. Yeah. yeah. But by just um, minimizing the fact, or uh, just not owing up to what the problem is, mm. uh, they're making it worse for them. I think times are changing, though. You'd like to think that times are changing yeah. in yes, regards yeah. to that. And yeah. I think workplaces are definitely mm. getting yeah. more aware of that as well. Yeah, they're more attuned to it now. <laughs> just to go back to your little fun <laughs> ones, Dad, yeah. uh, I had a kid at school and he was wicked with his excuses for either being late or not coming in at all. I used to always get the email from, it was a sixth form student, so I used to get an email from the lady from sixth form. Yeah. And the kid, I remember this one kid, he said that I'm allergic to orange and I've just had a, a like <laughs> orange sweet, so I'm yeah. just going to see if anything happens. I think I'm alright, but I'm not going to risk yeah. coming in. I go, okay. <laughs> and then the same kid said that I want to come in, but uh, there's an angry looking dog outside the gate. Yeah. So I don't want to risk going out <laughs> just in case this angry <laughs> dog <laughs> attacks me. Yeah. Yeah. You're preventing, really? aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. People, that, people really get inventive with these things. Isn't yeah. it? In yeah. fact, I'm sure I've used the fact that I was late for work once that there was uh, something blocking my road. Yeah. Like a bin lorry or something like that. What is the stupidest reason why? Is that one of the stupidest reasons why? Yeah. One of the ones I I had, which was the most embarrassing, I'd locked myself into the house. Yes. So I was in the house, but couldn't find my keys to unlock the front door to get out of the house. So I had to ring in and go, I'm really sorry, I'm going to be late into work. I'm looking for my keys. And I was genuinely, you know when you're just losing your mind thinking, where the hell are my keys? Mm. And I locked myself into the house. Yeah. But well, that's not that's not a, a sick is it? That's no, just no, an that's excuse, excuse, excuse that people do. I mean, this guy said, "My I have been poisoned by my mother-in-law <laughs> while she fed me with ham." Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that, I mean, you're risking somebody calling the police there, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, it's the way it's worded, isn't it? Yes. I've been poisoned by mother-in-law. Yeah, I love it. Mm. You got to be careful with your excuses as well. If you genuinely can't be asked to go into work. 
or school. Be careful with your excuses. Like they always say, make sure it's something that on the phone you can replicate. Yeah. Or something that is just too embarrassing to ask follow-up questions. Yeah. DMV. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, something that doesn't make you sound like you live like a very, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A nefarious life. Yeah. So nothing STI related. No, no. But no. yeah, DMV but I think is a good At the same time, it's a contagious. Flu usually works yes. very well because yeah. people don't want you around. Mm. People flu, take, yeah. Your yeah. boss will take a chance. Yes. But you can only try, you know, perhaps once a year. You yeah. can't every other week. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody else has got it. Yes, yeah. and, and I think that requires a bit of acting as well. If you genuinely <coughs> haven't got the flu and you want to phone in that you've got the flu, yeah. be prepared to do a bit of acting. Yeah. But I like gastrointestinal because nobody asks further questions about it. <laughs> yeah, no. What's it's it not really be? something that somebody can say, well, prove it on the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or hear a toilet yeah. flush. Or describe the colour of your yes. bus lid. Yeah. Mm. Six days. What if you... If, oh, this is an interesting one, is it? What if you work for a doctor and you ring them? With these I'll come yeah. over. I'll get yeah. it sorted. Mm. No, but if the good no, thing if you is... describe it, say, "Oh, what's wrong with you?" Then tell me, uh, and you give pull another one. I'm a doctor. I don't yeah. know what should be wrong with you. Mm. Oh man! So if you work for a doctor, tough luck. Yeah, yeah. Well, you probably have loads of medical books around you and stuff, and see loads of sick people, yes. so you can just pick a different one each week, mm. couldn't you? Yeah. You go, yeah, you know that person who was in the other day? I caught what they had. Yeah. So that's all you got to say. Yes, but ailment of the day or ailment of the week. Yeah. We do get, tend to get that. I mean, straying a bit off topic. Sometimes if somebody's seen something on TV and there's been an obscure exotic disease, everybody's like thinking, I'll use that as an, I'll bag that as an excuse <laughs> yeah, yeah. for later on. Aussie flu. Yeah, Aussie flu. I'll tell you what, this Aussie flu though, and I'm not even kidding, because it's not just with Mal that it's happened. Yeah. People get it once and they genuinely, it doesn't leave the system and mm. it is staying. So yeah, I think we touched on it last yeah. week with yeah. your boomerang joke. Yeah. But this, this business of people seeking, uh, ringing in sick, it, people do actually abuse it as well, isn't it? And it's a big problem. Uh, cost the, billions. Cost yeah, yeah. billions. And some of the clever people, uh, big names, they have devised means to say, if you ring in the sick and they say, they take over. They say, okay, leave that with us. We're going to send somebody over. To test mm. you out. We want to make sure you're looked after. They extend it to duty of care. Yeah. And they use it that way. And many people, obviously, if you're pulling a sickie, you would think twice about it. Yeah. Or yeah. Well, they almost ask you, what can you do? As opposed to what can't you do? So, okay, you're sick, but what yeah. could you still be doing from home? Depending on what job oh, you're yeah. doing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If you have the facility to work from home, yeah. then that yeah. would yeah. And I don't think they do it with everyone. It's only if anyone took the piss. Yeah. Yeah. It's human nature, isn't it? I think if, you, if you're doing something like that, be prepared to come into work while I was just sick. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, next question. A bit of reminiscing now. What, Dad, what were me and Bass like as kids when we were sick? Uh, well, the bit that I can remember... It's very memorable. When you had your fever first time, oh, yeah, I think yeah, you were, yeah. I think, two or three years old. Yeah, Omar, this and is notorious. You it? frightened the hell out of me. Mm. I thought there was something seriously, seriously very wrong with you. Uh, and all it was, you were a bit delirium or delirious. Uh, you you had fever and then you would just look up and say, Oh my God, what's there? No, you wouldn't say, my God, I said, Curtains, curtains are moving, there's something there. And I kept looking at the curtain and think, Oh my God, is there... House is haunted or something yeah. like that. You used to do that quite a lot. After a while, I realized, I mentioned it, I said, oh, kids have a weird imagination, don't yeah. worry about that. But the first time it happened, I, I was freaked out mm-hmm. that you were actually seeing things. Because I suppose I was because of the first kid and you yeah. were like a new dad <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah. And That's true, actually. Yeah. If Amelia started doing that and thinking, yeah. Yeah. what's going on? But it on? is worrying for parents, though. Every little bit yeah. that happens to you, yeah. you think the worst. Think yeah. the worst. Because you, you feel that you haven't got control over mm. it. It's horrible. So did you take me to A&E and think, my kids are psycho, what is this wrong <laughs> yeah. with you? Yeah. No, well, usually, usually, usually <laughs> carpool or equivalent uh, done the trick. I've got a vague recollection of that, actually, this curtain. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So curtains are moving. Yeah. There, 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 there. Yeah. The only time I remember being sick was in the summer holidays, and I was a bit older, but I very much resented the fact that I was sick during the yeah. summer holidays. DNV, mm-hmm. but I remember making the most of it and watching Star Wars for the first time. Oh, right. So I binge watched on all yeah. three Star Wars. That was while sitting on the potty. I wasn't, it wasn't potty age then, Dad. I yeah. was like, I'm talking 14, 15. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no potty, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Anyway, you got any embarrassing stories from Barcelona when he was like, literally? oh, loads. No, yeah. you are. We need a separate podcast. For no, that's not true. 
I they were, I, I can't really remember bus being. What sick. did I get I something that I called Eglon? No, you you lot have been to A and E quite a lot, all of you. Really? Yeah, yeah. with weird, strange things that mm. perhaps come to nothing. The worst one was for Ashi when she uh, stuck a crayon up her nose. Yeah. And that stayed there for months. Yeah. And we didn't know what was the matter. Uh, we knew, obviously, she was uh, uh, she had cold or, or that sort of symptom and no, nose was always running. But never. And then, uh, after a while, it started to smell quite badly. Yeah. The God. fluid coming out of her nose. And I thought, you know, better take her somewhere. And we took to A&E. And the doctor there <laughs> realized what was in there. You're and not it, talking a big crayon, though, are you? Uh, sorry, crayon. Yeah. A half-broken crayon, about probably about uh, that big. What's that in centimeters? About two centimeters. Two, yeah, that. two centimeters. Yeah, and it was just the right size, <coughs> right up the sort of oh, bridge dear. of the nose. Wow, really that far up? That far up? Yeah, we couldn't see it. No, well, you no, wouldn't be able to, would you? She's she's like Homer Simpson, isn't she? Yeah. Remember when Homer Simpson had that one, and that was the reason for his stupidity? Because mm. she was a little bit silly when she was yeah. younger, wasn't she? Oh bless her! I'm only saying that because I know she listens to the podcast. <laughs> so yeah, but she's quite intelligent now. Yeah, yeah. Stop sticking crayons up your nose, Osh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then swallowing a, a boiled sweet, that was another one. I think mm-hmm. that was Raza. Uh, I, I did have to do Heineken manure on him. And yeah. The, the what, sorry? Heineken? Heineken manure. Heineken manure. Yeah. Yeah. I drank a lot of Heineken and then just like <laughs> slapped him in the face. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I gave Heineken to Raza. <laughs> yeah. Listen, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, quite a few of those yeah, things. Yeah. Falling off swings. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oma did a classic falling off the swing. <laughs> really? I didn't fall off, I jumped off. Yeah, he jumped yeah. off. Uh, Spectacularly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> loads of grass and blood in your yeah. teeth. <laughs> yeah. I was a hypochondriac. I used to blink a lot. Dad had to take me to the <laughs> doctors because yeah, he keeps blinking. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. And then doctor said, it was an optician, he said, well, I can't test him while he's blinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take him blinking. away and train him not to <laughs> blink. <laughs> I don't know what was that. He had a period of uh, yeah. doing this. I wore glasses. That's what it was. And I got glasses. Right. Yeah, okay. but blinking was sort of spontaneous. You didn't have any control over it. God, it was yeah. just happening to you automatically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> weird kid, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think most of our amateurs were just psychosomatic. I think they it? really were, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think we need to bring this to a close at some stage. Uh, but... Let's talk about, so we as kids remember being sick and it, and that it's not nice. Mm. And we, we want to envision a world where there is no sickness, isn't there? Yeah. Do you think in the future, way in the future, all sickness will be eradicated? But what you got to say then, Owen, is there's no sickness, there's no sick days. And there's no <laughs> wellness, really. What's yeah. wellness if you've got no yeah. sickness? Yeah. But more importantly, there's no sick days. Yeah. I do a lot on my sick days. Mm. Do my taxes. I like to iron all of my shirts and yes. sort my wardrobe out. Yeah. I use my sickness. Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, there are many yeah. When you think you realise how wonderful it is yes. not to be sick. Yeah. Do you think there are some industries that are built from sick days? Like Ooh, that's a question. Crap movie industry. <laughs> yeah. Or box set industry. Yeah. yeah some you're... people have really busy lives. Probably the only chance you get. Industry, yeah. industry, yeah. 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 So all you're saying that when you're not performing 100%, but you're still carrying on doing something, and that's the result of it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, but also that there are some things that people will only watch or do whilst they're sick. Oh, I see, right, yeah. 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 Or on sick days. Yeah, you can catch up on lots of things, isn't it? Yeah. The book that you were meaning to read. That's right. Uh, on sickness. Yeah. Uh, you can read that <laughs> when you're sick. Whenever you get a Christmas present now, you think, well, that's that's a sick day. I'll reserve that for a sick yeah, day. Yeah, so. you know yeah. what? That's That's Isn't, very true. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah. I think I've got loads of those. Mm. Yeah. Things well, you've got all those three Alan Sugar biographies to read, haven't you? Oh, when you're sick, yeah. yeah. The only problem is if I start reading them, I will be sick. Yeah. yeah. I'll never recover. Mm. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, the only thing that got me thinking of that is that some diseases are eradicated, like smallpox, so polio almost. Yeah, but we're talking about serious things. We're talking about serious things. Like this here is just light-hearted yeah. when, when you're slightly sick. Have, yeah. have you... Or any of us pulled a sickie? No. No, we touched on it. Never. <laughs> never. Come, Come on. on. Never, ever, ever. I think I've definitely been less sick than I could have been. Yeah. And then gone into work. I could have gone into work. Yes. But yes. then at, at the same time, I think, God, no one wants to see me like this. I, I That's true. Yeah. I think it very much depends on what work you do, isn't it? Yeah. Really. If you have a, a really hard physical work. Yeah. And one day you're not feeling 100%, mm-hmm. you probably will pull it. Even yeah. though, yeah. 
after you've done it, and I've done this, I've got to admit this in my previous uh, employment, I've got to say previous, yeah. <laughs> uh, that when things have gone over the head, over the top with me, and saying, you know what, I can't be bothered. And even slightest little bit of uh, problem that you have, either mentally or physically, you say, well, I'm sorry, I can't come to work. Yeah. I think it's more mental. Most of those times when you so. pull a sickie, yeah. But then yeah, you but feel guilty afterwards. I feel, I feel a bit of a fraud. I probably could have gone to it. But then afterwards you'll go back in and you'll probably be at a better work rate yes, yeah. when you go yeah. back. Because yeah. guilt, you guilt yes. yourself into working harder. Yeah. yeah, you've recharged your batteries. Everyone can, yeah. is entitled to recharge their batteries. Everybody they might not be a hundred. Some people won't wait till they're at death's door. They'll think, okay, to prevent that happening, yeah. I'll give myself mm. this little day to recharge. Which I don't think is wholly unethical. No. Nobody wakes up, gets out of bed, skipping around the house, like do like in the best mood ever, and then and hello. Then so <laughs> I'm not feeling too good, <laughs> no. and then put the phone down and just start dancing away. Yeah, yeah. it happens at the time. Soon as your alarm goes off, as yeah. that's the moment. Yeah, that you think, oh my god! Especially this time of year, mm. you know, dark mornings. Yeah, it's raining outside. Yeah. Or I, I never wait to that point though. I'll always, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm feeling like not necessarily ill, but feel a bit crap, and I think. Uh, Yes, yeah. tomorrow's not happening. Yeah. yeah, it's usually if Amelia's been up or poorly or something yeah. like that. Yeah, interesting. Right, uh, are we putting a bow on this then? A very good topic, good yeah, choice. I think so. Mm. Um, if anyone wants to ring in with any of their sicky excuses, that'd be great. Not ring in, sorry, email us on the sadikisgb at gmail yeah. That'd be great. Or tweet us. Mm. We never actually say our Twitter handles, do we? We just assume that people on Twitter follow us. And then listen to the podcast. But we might have people who listen to the podcast who don't know we're on Twitter. Yes. So maybe we should mention our Twitter handles. Yeah. So I'm at Bassett Siddiqui. I'm not spelling it because it'll take too long. Yeah. I am at Gogglebus Sid. And this is where Umar doesn't know his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait to put me in the spot, guys. No, I'm uh, at Umar K. Siddiqui. Yeah. Or Umar Siddiqui. Umar Siddiqui. Yeah. I've always thought your name should be Umar as well. Umar. Yeah. Some people have thought, is that, his name's Umar. No, the K is his middle name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Umar. <laughs> Brilliant. So, from uh, Bassett Siddiqui, from Sid Siddiqui, and Umar Siddiqui, <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Yeah. Thank see you for you. listening. Thank you. So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is the GB at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us, five-star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Bassett Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.